Kiki O'Clock, bitch. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back. Yeah, back. <laughs> for welcome you, it's back. been a whole last month. For us, it's been a couple hours. <laughs> I know. We, we're <laughs> recording two episodes today. So the last episode you just heard, episode nine, is being recorded within yeah an hour or two of episode 10 <laughs> yep so, still in my backyard the yep, magic still of, outside the magic of uh of podcasting Heck <laughs> time yeah. travel part of that boundaries we were talking about last episode is the boundaries of when we record these yes. and so they come out on our time yeah hell yeah yeah we do <laughs> we do it once a month but we're literally only this is coming out in november we're recording in may so you know we're ahead of schedule and then we just have uh some Holy big Cont- bug, Batman. Yeah, what I know. the what heck? What the hell is that? <laughs> this Ew. podcast is brought to you by the giant ass bug that landed on our soundboard. Uh, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, perfect, perfect uh, segue into today's topic is is nature and our relationship with quote unquote nature. So, yes. Yes. Sorry. Um, um, we're in nature, talking yes. about nature, sharing, sharing some stories. Nature came to say hi. Yes. <laughs> So, if you are not outside, take a pause or get outside and join us. Go, go to your local park, go for a little walkie walk. If you yeah. have a, a backyard, go in your backyard. Go on your porch yard, if you're in a, an apartment. Open Head the windows. Outside. Yes. Yes. Connect somehow. <laughs> yes. Connect somehow. Um, if you really want to get spicy with it take your shoes spicy. off and connect with yeah. the ground too yeah feel that soil and the grass and the other yeah. things on the ground at your toesies yeah also like planting your bare feet onto the earth is extremely grounding mm-hmm. um you know especially since energy enters and leaves our bodies from you know our either our feet or like our, our center which is like yeah. you know our root chakra or whatever if we're gonna go into that uh which is like right at your like pelvic base almost um yeah. so you know just like sitting in nature or just like standing firmly like the earth's energy will travel into you <laughs> you know what i mean you can feel it. yeah um and we would like to which is also ties into um you know we'll, we'll talk about this more in in depth and you know just as a brief uh the construct of nature like the idea yeah. that we are like an other from nature when we are just part of it like we are nature right yep um but anyways so yeah yes. um, i guess my trigger warning for this episode is um there's kind of not one uh <laughs> we will be talking about nature this is a very light and airy episode at least that is the intent yeah um if at any point in time this isn't your jam or you need to take a break from us. Bye. <laughs> but come back, please. Come on back. Come back, please. But yes, we would like for you to actually listen to this episode while you are in nature. And whenever we promote this, you know, we will also kind of like give a little blurb about that. But we would like for you to be joining us. That is part of the point of this episode is to encourage people to reconnect with Mama Earth. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're animals on this weird planet, uh, and I think we need to remember that more. You know, oftentimes we think, oh, we're humans. We're not animals, and humans a type of animal. You know, and so if if you're able to in any way, shape, or form, please like connect with the Earth on a regular basis. You know, you're supposed to. That's what we're designed to be doing, and 
it's just so important. It's important for your mental health. It's important for your physical health, all of it. So, yep. you know, get get out there. Get to a try and get to a park if you can. If your city has some parks, some sometimes you should look up county parks. Uh, those are some hidden gems. Just in the especially in Texas, there's some like random back corner county parks that no one's really ever at, and they're random. So check the try and check those out. Um, you know, state parks again. We're in Texas, so state parks are pretty great. Other parks or other states, I don't. You know, I can't speak on, but um, you know, just try and get outside. Um, but exactly. Yeah. Well, um, and um, I can't remember where I heard this from, but I'm pretty sure it was one of my patients at some point in time. Kind of told me that we all have our soul landscape or like our soul environment that we mm-hmm. belong in or that recharges us like the best. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's pretty fair to say because. I know for me, um, I feel most grounded and centered in more like the forest areas and in like mountainous settings. I feel like that is what really grounds me. I'm not really a beach girly, which is like really hard because a lot of people like are drawn to the ocean and like things like that. Um, But that would be like what your area, right? Like going to the beach or like the lakes or um, the desert or whatever. Like there's a place that you just it connects with you like that is your sanctuary yeah i i'd say for me it's any natural body of water um i wouldn't say it's necessarily like beaches uh rivers yeah um springs like water water is my yeah like natural in your water waters. sign yeah yeah that makes I, sense i literally i told my partner the other day i was like i just need to be surrounded by fucking water right now <laughs> like it's it's a it's a weird like primal like urge you know i just like want to be fucking in water i don't even know it's weird it's so, your soul area yeah, no but that's my yeah that's my point yeah. where it's like there is something where it's like your your specific you know personality or soul yeah is like meant to connect with like you said yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i feel that too because um one of my favorite areas is georgia and part of georgia is these big like trees are constantly all the way around and i it's so beautiful um to look at but also like it's such a humbling experience having these giant trees all the way around you and it's like so dense and then it blocks out you know even if it's in the middle of a city area like the trees are just so overpowering that you forget that you're there you know um and there's areas even in san antonio that are like that like Uh if i have like a forest area where like it blocks out that and i just feel like i'm almost in like a snow white yeah situation yeah. um i don't i don't even want to like plug the state park lo- locally that i was gonna plug because i don't want it to get like bombarded right yeah. you're like i kind of want to gatekeep it yeah um but you kinda. can look them up <laughs> yeah yeah do your own fucking research that's how i feel sometimes i'm like i found it you can find it if you really want to go you can find it bitch like we have information at our fingertips every second go- give it a goog and uh you know go from there <laughs> like parks near me it's really simple you it'll come up i promise <laughs> yes well for me like the parks have become like very saturated we were talking about this off of the pod yeah some city parks have really have been we've had a huge in, in, yeah. influx in population and sometimes you have to like drive pretty far to like get to one that's not super saturated yeah. um so we understand like the accessibility out there yeah. uh, for these spaces is also not um, really mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Sorry. and it really should. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, you know, I think social media has a lot to do with that, especially mm. in the state park and uh, national park region, which, you know, like um, just, 
you know, we'll, we'll talk about national parks more later. Like I want to work for the national park service and, you know, um, like, like Kayla said, you know, this is trying to be a light episode and we could do a whole episode just about, you know, how, um, the national park system is based off of like stealing indigenous land, um, just blatantly and, um, the constant, uh, denial of their right to that land and, um, you know, the sacredness of that land. Uh, so you know, there's a lot, a lot of <laughs> every single national park. Think of everyone, and then there's an example, to, at least one tied to that. <laughs> that Absolutely. National park. So, um, but I still want to work for the national park. I'm still very, um, I'm, I'm very drawn to to work in nature, work for nature, um, and try and c- conserve it and learn about it as much as possible. Um, you know, my my degrees in biology. I want to um, do some work for the national park service in that field. Um, but we'll talk about that more. But um, we're not going to get into the uh, real detail, the gory details of all of the trauma that goes along with that. Cause like I said, that could be a whole episode and we're just trying to keep this one, um, just like, uh, our personal connections to nature and how that has evolved over our lifetimes and how now we both find it to be a very integral part of our care our our continued self care. Like yeah. we talk about a lot on this pod, like it's not, um, it's not just face masks and baths. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's getting outside, it's forcing yourself outside. You don't feel like going outside. Sometimes you fucking have to just cause yeah. it's, you know, you got to feel the breeze and, you know, look at a bird <laughs> just, to, just for one second. Um, yeah, you know, um, I think the more in touch with that side that we are, uh, the more, I don't know, the more at peace we can be. I genuinely believe that. Um, you know, just steadier, slower, you know, um, and whatever that looks like for you. I'm not saying, you know, like, you know, like I like camping and if that's not your jam, like you don't have to, (laughs) like, I get it. It's not for everybody. Um, but it is a lot, there's a lot, you know, the earth does have these reoccurring patterns that do show that we are all meant to be connected to one another. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, if you haven't seen that on social media or in general, like, yeah. There's several photos out there that show, you know, for example, like the palm of our hands, the lines and things like that look very similar to, you know, the the lines of a river system, or it looks very similar to like the lines on leaves, yeah. um, or really? even like the way the ground cracks, cracks yeah, uh, during like drought season or in a yeah. desert. Yeah. Um, there's so many like reoccurring structures and patterns, yeah. um, that it, you know, it's it's hard to deny that there is a connection. Like we are not removed. Mm-hmm. We are all sharing this space. We're all yeah. sharing this planet. Um, Absolutely. And there is a connection there. Whether you feel like that's like a religious connection, a science connection, yeah. um, something in between, more of a spiritual viewpoint of that. Yeah. Like it the bottom line is across or... all of those things. Yeah. Like there is that connection there. Totally. Yeah. Um, there's actually, (laughs) there's a book and I'm not even going to try and look up the name of the book because it plugs God a lot and it gives him all the credit for, you know, like, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying God is or isn't real. Okay. But like, I, I, I attest to a more like spiritual vibe, right? Like I don't necessarily, you're more of a universe girly. Yeah. I'm a universe girly. I'm not a, like a, there's a, he, and he is bigger than I. Um, I'm not a that girly. Oop. Um, <laughs> oop. I'm gonna call y'all out. I don't give a fuck. Why are you listening to this podcast? I would be surprised if you're even here. <laughs> right. um, True. Yeah. Like I think you would have hit the the fat phobic episode and be like, I'm out. Like so. <laughs> bye. You know. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we're being. And then if you didn't leave then, then you left at the religious drama episode. You're fucking out already. Um. So peace. Anyways. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hopefully we just got the cutie weirdo club with us. Yeah. 
yeah we know we do but if um, not thanks for the listen <laughs> Give, boost the alg um but yeah you know so yeah i'm a, I'm a universe girly um but i think you know there's a lot to be said about that i i totally agree with you like all these these blatant connections and like the inability to avoid um the repetition you know that so in in this book or whatever he talks about um how you know like just like you said like things and patterns within us repeat in nature um and you can actually prove it from like a geometric standpoint um you know i, I and i can't give necessarily a lot of examples right now i don't have them off the top of my head like i said i'm not gonna plug this fucking religious book right but, but um, like the examples i but, gave with the different yeah exactly yeah ex- exactly just more things like that but actually um and this i don't think this book is the one that like proves the geometric patterns to it but my point is like this god dude sees it and you know like um math mathematicians see it in a geometric yeah. standpoint scientists see it um you know in a biology standpoint and things like that so it, it's just um it's it's undeniable and if you don't um agree or you don't see it you know i think you, you need to take another look clean your glasses girly um you know cause, or even like dive deeper into it yeah yeah exactly no yeah that's my point where, yeah. where it's like it it, it is <laughs> you know we you know, we're made up of the same elements that every star and planet and plant are made of. There's you know, like, like six there's, core elements or something, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, something like that. So um, like living things or some shit. Yeah, I, I think it's four, but it doesn't really matter. I should know that. Don't, don't call me out. It's a group of them. It's, a, it's <laughs> been a semester since I've had a bio course. So, um, you know, we're getting back into it this semester, actually. <laughs> Summer. Um, anyways, uh, so... That's not the point. Um, yeah. So, you know, like, I mean, like carbon, nitrogen, hydrogen, whatever, um, you know, it's, it's the main, the main elements that make everything up. Like we just are different configurations with a couple added different shit, you know, but we are, we are the stars, you know, we, we are the moon, we are the sunflowers. Like it's not, there's not a disconnect no. If, if you you think about it at the end of the day and everything is energy it can't be created it can't be destroyed energy exists and is transferred <laughs> and the energy in the plants transfers into like air or whatever like you know or energy for them and then it, you know just like we're all just one big ball of fucking energy like we're energy their energy the ground's energy like it's all just fucking energy you know have and you seen um we can tap into it yes point, you know and we need to be connected to that wavelength yeah yes absolutely i don't know if you've seen um i think it was tiktok but whatever there is this guy that actually created an invention that taps into the frequencies oh, of yeah. plants and makes it into music, music. Mm-hmm. and does it frequently like does demonstrations to show people like hey for some reason like just a plant being a living plant is not enough for you to like care about this yeah. so i'm here to show you that like these plants really it's are alive. talking to us yeah it's alive talking it's a living other. system they're talking to each other yeah. they work with other species yeah. within the plant mm-hmm. universe yeah. and fungi and yeah. things like that like they feed off of each other yeah. and they're talking to you in a lot of ways and yeah. adjusting to you totally and it, it humanizes these plants because yeah. all of a sudden, like, you're hearing these, like, gorgeous classical pieces that, like, this, yeah. you know, flower is singing to us or whatever. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, if you haven't, it, you look it up, like, Guy 
uh, <laughs> having like plants play it's, music or something. It's become. It's actually become. You can buy the kits. Yeah. Like, now to have at home. Um. Because it basically. Because yeah, he invented like, it. For yeah. That. Yeah. 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 It's like so you can you can clip these little clips onto your plant leaves or the stems and stuff, and then you can set it to sound like classical music or like a different synth or just like sounds like like wavelength sounds. And um, they've done studies where you know your energy getting closer to the plant it's reacting to you the energy the sound changes the energy changes it's reacting to your presence you know and i think that's so interesting they're also they're finding that they're considering it because obviously you know there's a personification aspect and aspect sorry uh to to it but they're saying that when we like pull off a leaf which i I feel so bad because I've done that my whole life. Uh, when you pull a leaf off a plant and you're like messing around with it, not like a dead leaf, like, you know, like a living leaf. Um, when you pull it off, like they're saying like the frequencies that it's making, they're attributing to screams. Oh, um, because it's like such an increase in pitch and frequency, like so abruptly, like when that happens. So um, plants, oh. I know. So I, I'm so sorry, all of the plants. I've ripped leaves off. We of just can't eat any food at all. Like you can't be a vegetarian <laughs> because they're going to scream at you. You can't eat meat because they're going to scream. Like we, we have can't. to starve. <laughs> um, eat, uh, oh, drink, soy, really drink soylent. <laughs> drink bleach. <laughs> but um yeah so you know it's really sad i know it's super sad yeah but plants are fucking alive man like not just like oh it's alive or dead like it's it's an energetic responsive intelligent organism um you know so all right okay um but yeah so you know there's the idea that nature even the word nature right there's like a separation it's it's outside it's other you know it's not like where we live it's not what we're connected to right i mean most of us i can't obviously if you have an indigenous lineage if you have you know like a a familiar non-westernized belief system yeah yeah like i'm saying you know i can only speak from my perspective i can only speak from being a a person in the united states of america which boo um (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you're not from here which i know a handful of you are not hey shout out um yeah thanks for listening mainly um nicaragua and mexico so what's up um so hey guys um (laughs) so um yeah like if you're not from the united states like honestly like um yeah making fun of us makes sense (laughs) yeah Um, so we have a little clip cool. that Bobby, our editor, my partner, was able to find of these plants singing. Yeah, it's like a synth- synthesizer or something. Yes. Some shit. Yeah. So here, here it is. And that was a lavender plant. Oh. And that's kind of exactly what you would think, like a little lavender, like little fairy sounds. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. True. True. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah, and I was like, a beautiful. little speechless from like the singing plant. Like, I know, so cute. <laughs> we didn't know that we'd have a lavender plant as our guest today. Oh my god, <laughs> honored, honored. <laughs> we love her. And now lavender. <laughs> 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 kind of gave me like legend of zelda vibes oh love it love it so much (laughs) um but but yeah like you know yeah uh, 
where was I? Oh, the construction of nature, right? Like, so, you know, the, the idea that, like, we don't, we're not connected to it on a daily basis, you know? Like, he, here they've created a, an environment where you go from your house or your apartment, right? And you, <laughs> and you, um, you go from your box into your car and sometimes oh thank you so much oh my amazing fiance bringing out brussels sprouts he just roasted what a king Yum. thank you so much baby love you <laughs> <laughs> um so so yeah like you go from your house or your apartment into your car and like some people park if they have a house they park in their garage or even an apartment they park in a garage right and yep. you go straight from where you live to a garage to a car from the car to a parking lot then you go into your job and then you're inside all day with your job yeah and, and some then, jobs you're like in a parking garage so it's like even less yeah. outside time it's a great point yeah yep. yeah and so it's like once you in, if you're in a parking garage it's even less yeah and it's like but if you park you go inside if you have an office job you're inside right like um obviously you know and some office up. buildings don't even have windows yeah true oh my god that's a nightmare um that should be illegal right um, i feel like claustrophobic even saying i know that i'm like oh no i know literally um oh sorry i didn't think it was gonna be that crunchy it was like really soft um <laughs> brussels sprout moment um <laughs> but so yeah like um you go and then you go into work and then you go back into your car and then from your car you go home and then you hang out at home and then you go to sleep and then you do it all over again and first of all it's depressing you know that we're all living like that yeah. um but it's also like there's not a moment where you're outside for 10 fucking minutes you know like you may be walking from your car like you said if you're not in a parking garage like if you're walking from your car to the office or the whatever if you work in a building um you know whether that be a coffee shop or whatever like wherever the fuck you work um you know if you're inside you know like what how long is that walk five minutes if it, you parked at like the back of the parking lot yeah. or in the employee lot maybe across the street or something like and depending on like where you work you could be going in at like where it's you know dawn dark, where there's yeah. it's dark outside Great and then you could be like coming out and it's dark again yep. i i had moments like that when yeah. i worked in a hospital oh, you yeah. know with fluorescence like beating on you all day in a day out like i didn't have a window in my office yeah and then i would come out and depending on like what time of year it was like it was already dark yeah by five by five uh Ugh. during part time of year it's it's fucking pitch black and with that job i was not getting out at five either mm -hmm. no and if so you have like if you're a student sometimes you go into your class and it's bright and then you come out and it's dark yep <laughs> mm -hmm. like these are very common things yeah yeah, and then be inside all day exactly and then because of that accessibility to like outside um, some people don't have like a backyard to yeah. go to and so if they need that outside time which we all really do yeah um they're not going to get it unless like they seek it yeah yeah especially if you you know if you live in an apartment you don't have a porch you know some apartments windows don't even open all the way yeah um you know so there's that you know and then a lot of apartment complexes don't have any community areas for like a yeah. community outside just even like picnic benches in like a concrete area you know there's not even that and and then we are losing like community spaces outside like it's not like we don't have like a plaza structure you know like in a lot of other countries especially like in mexico right there's like a plaza structure where there's like a central area of your village or town or city or whatever and it's like or there's multiple plazas right and you know there's vendors there you can hang out you know there's just like yeah 
there's a community there and there's and, not and usually cars allowed in like that main space yeah, no it's like a walking it's a walking area and, right. and, and you know you have you have vendors you have music sometimes you know you'll just sit and talk you'll eat food like or just go to sit just to be outside just to be see people you know yeah um and we don't have those like th- like th- they're considered third party spaces where they're like it's not work it's not school <laughs> it's not your home um it, do you have a group be- meeting or a group area outside like like if you have you know like i don't know a book club or whatever the fuck right um like we're losing those third party spaces um and you know something i do a lot to us as humans yes something i do like um that i'll give kind of like a shout out to and it's it has problematic points to it but i will say i have seen like a significant increase in farmers markets across the space and like Mm. that because of that like development there is like a little bit of like a community aspect in that but it's still very small and there's usually like one big farmer's market and then it gets like taken over by capitalism and that's why i was like yeah it's got like a double-edged sword the community ones are really cool or like the um farming co-ops and like stuff like that are pretty cool yeah um but even that like you know again in super cityscapes they'll like have community gardens or like things like that but when you aren't in there like that those things don't exist you know yeah and those are very few and far between yes it's actually like a huge yeah that's a huge problem um yeah and also like community gardens are being bought you know by people who can afford to just buy the lots and stuff right just like getting bought out um and then also you know um when it comes to going to like a market or something it's still like this um like you said like a capitalist ideal where it's like you're it's a whole market to buy you know you're buying stuff it's not just like like most of them like don't have a lot of sitting areas like you said and if they do they get overrun um and so it's not like or the prices are marked up so then it becomes no longer uh, inclusive in that way yeah but i mean it's not like a community meeting area no and you know it's not like it's a physical structure that's always there right like it's a every sun every third sunday or every sunday right right, type thing um you know and so like we're structured around already not having like a community mindset and not being like connected to each other um so it makes sense that it transfers over to like not being connected to the planet we live on you know and especially like you said like the accessibility to outside like if you if you don't have an immediate access to outside and like if you don't have your own transportation how are you going to get to a city park how are you going to get to a state uh, state park how are you going to get anywhere right if you you don't have a, a courtyard you don't have a, a backyard you know you don't have a porch or anything right like all that shit um yeah so it's just like that accessibility and then also if you can get to them do you feel welcome yeah. um are, are people being blatantly racist to you are people staring at you um do you do you see just like a lot of misinformation? Like if you're an indigenous person, you can go to these parks and, or even if, you know, if you're um, an indigenous person in this area and you go to the missions and, yeah. and they're, they're saying like, Oh yeah, like we taught them things. It's like, no, you kidnapped their children. Yep. You put them in schools. You t- literally force them to cut their hair, strip their language, strip their culture and not be who they are. You know? So it's, um, it's, it's all lot, through so. like the colonizing viewpoint. Uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You like, know, and yes, and then like creating them as like the heroes and like the indigenous people yeah. as like less something, than. yeah, less than and something that needed to be like like fixed, fixed, yeah, yeah totally, and obviously assimilated. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, and so you know, like even if you can get there and maybe people aren't actively harassing you, like, do you want to go? Like, do you want to see this like stuff? You know, do you want to see um 
land that maybe should be yours being taken you know so there's like right. so many fucking things they were 1000 percent like justified spaces to be upset <laughs> and and, ag- uh, and aggressive and yeah, all these other things it's like yeah i think back. you would be too <laughs> yeah 100 um absolutely well being so, promised that certain lands were going to be kept sacred and mm-hmm. not be touched and then yeah, or, continue to be taken away and yeah. or were given back and yeah. then we're like jk actually this would be a really great park to profit mm-hmm. off of bye or oh actually i know we gave this to you but there's a pipeline that we could place here so yep. we're gonna go ahead and do that mm-hmm. yeah profit over people every day i think the thing that's really interesting to me you know that just is really the proof all the proof that I need to see that like we're so removed from nature is just um, like how little we care that our planet is in danger right now, you know, and has been in danger. Yeah. And again, like this is not um, an episode for us to like go into detail of that. Um, No, No, but but just even like briefly, it's like, you know, I feel like even like (laughs) the arguments like for um, saving our planet, you know, is like, very othering in and of itself you know people are like oh we just need to do this or we just need to do that and like they don't even take care of their own space yeah it's also you know what i mean yeah the discourse uh, amongst most people is a lot of individual action yeah for things um big corporations are, are the issue yeah corporations and the legislators that they are lining their pockets um mm-hmm. or have blatantly bought off oh it's raining again, guys. We're getting a little, Yay, little rain moment. Second month with rain. I know. Yeah, I'm going to take you on a little tour of our yard, actually. I think that'd be like a little fun. Just to give oh, you a yeah. little little visual of all the plants. Oh, not like a tour. It's not a you tour. know what? But That's like, exactly what we're going to do. We're going to, so we are going to keep this light. And like, why don't we do a little meditation moment almost where you just kind of like describe, we just, we take turns describing like, What's going on with your backyard? Sure. I'm about it. Like a little nature meditation moment. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you about, you want me to tell you, describe like all the plants I'm, I can. So first name. like, let us get in the mood. Is that okay. cool? Of course. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is we're like on your headspace. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do this because we've never really done this and we're getting towards the end of this calendar year. Um, this is the month of gratitude. Um, we're here in nature. We're here during harvest time um you know so take a moment get cozy whatever space you're in and just start taking some like deep breaths just deep breaths in and when you're taking your deep breaths in take in positivity light warmth then exhale negativity anxiety self-doubt inhale all the good connection think about beauty in nature when you exhale let go of all of the pain and discomfort you might feel okay you should be kind of getting settled into your spot your ears are probably like perking up to my voice you're drawn to it you're leaning into it and now we're just gonna take you on a little journey you're here with us you're here right now it's overcast Slightly raining, just a little drizzle. I'm gonna put my yeah, back to let's the, put tin the roof. It's cleansing. There's a light breeze. It's taking you away from the stress of the week. 
It's drizzling. I'm looking at my four banana plants over to my left. They're thriving. They love this rain. Um, there's some seven to eight feet tall sunflowers along our whole fence for maybe about ten feet. And they're um, beautiful yellow. Some of them have been knocked down by the wind. Uh, we've had some strong storms lately, but they're still really beautiful and great for pollinators. They're still full of pollen and all the sunflowers are actually still growing. Like they're upwards. still growing, yeah. yeah. They're still thriving even though they've been knocked down. They're still going up. So let that be a little metaphor for your life as you well. You get knocked down, but you get up again. <laughs> people You're say, never going to keep me down. Yeah, people say failure is not the falling down, it's the staying down. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And then uh, we got some, we got three or four little uh, tomato plants. Well, we got four, but they're all split up. We got four tomato plants along the fence as well. One of them is doing uh, particularly well. And then uh, there's a beautiful rose bush that my partner grew me, and uh, it's it's growing quite tall as well. It's about maybe five feet at this point, maybe four and a half. Um, we got two And we large have two new blooms. Yes, they're very big. They're large, um, bigger than the palm of your hand. They're very large, and they're spread out, and they're gorgeous. And they have little droplets of water because it's <laughs> been like pretty consistently drizzling. It's not... A hard rain, but it's a nourishing rain. A rain that we really need for our aquifers. Yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous right now. The the drizzle is really nice. Um, And then as we go towards the back of the fence, towards the the far fence in the backyard, we have have about, they're about six feet tall. Some of them are like two feet tall. Uh, But most of them are pretty large. They're uh, amaranth. And if you've never seen amaranth before, uh, it is actually an edible it's a you know you can harvest it and eat it almost like a quinoa like a type of grain um it is you know i guess a considered type of grain i guess um or whatever that is and um and they're they're magenta yeah beautiful they're They're very vibrant very vibrant and the whole stalk is magenta like it's the whole flower uh, kind of puffs up almost like uh feathers almost almost like a feather yeah almost like a like a upside down like tassel earring i don't even know oh good description you know, yeah. um, if it, but it's standing up tall they're very tall they're strong the stalks are thick and you know it's all amaranth the leaves are this like almost dark gray green they're really they're really beautiful and mm-hmm. it's really like a, a muted color compared to the very vibrant magenta of the flower and stalk and if you've ever seen like swiss shard it almost is like that color yeah, yeah, a little more like uh, purple, like yes. the purple version, not the red, red one. Right. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous. Um, yeah, and then we got some... Um, the compost bin in the back. Compost bin, which has been overtaken by what we think are cucumbers, which is a great sign for the validity of our compost um, that we're creating. Um, but we're letting it grow because it's it's literally large. It's very large. Um, it is. And then we have a, a very small peach tree growing back there with some uh, Turk's cap and some Spanish bells, which are also great for pollinators and, and agave up there as well. And then the majority of the backyard is overtaken by a wildflower we have here. Um, it's very common in Texas, but, you know, we sowed some wildflower seed a couple of years back and they've just really taken and bloomed this year that's how we got the very tall sunflowers um the amaranth we introduced ourselves but it is um, a wild growing flower but these are um they're called uh fire wheels i believe and i could see why yeah and they're this gorgeous dark red in the center and then from the center it gets this like lighter orangey red 
like an and ombre then, effect almost yeah and then or like yeah kind of like a banded um you know from afar it looks banded and then as you get up close it's like paint paint almost you know like a oh. you know like yeah if we um if you kind of look up not like exactly but it, it, the strands like it does blend like an ombre yeah. yeah and then towards the tips of the petals it's this beautiful bright yellow um and some of them don't even have the yellow some of them are like a the key they continuously get like a purpley like a purpley red almost all that red color it's really gorgeous um yeah and then uh we got a little bird feeder that's kind of empty right now <laughs> it's been feeding the birds uh, we got some hummingbird feeders too uh, i wish hummingbirds were here right now we are recording in may so they may show up um you know so it's know. technically right. technically springtime here but um you're listening in fall so i hope we're like transporting you to a little uh, luscious oasis if the plants are kind of all dead right now right um and we gotta, we gotta I don't know. It. Fall is like my favorite time oh, of I, year. I so. love fall. No, I love fall. I love fall. So I hope that it's like. Oh, the colors. I hope the yeah, colors. Come I hope the colors. Since we had so much rain. Yeah. And I hope it gets really cold this year. So that way mm. they really turn really those brisk. colors. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, we got some more amaranth going over there. We actually, speaking of lavender, we have a lavender plant in the back. Um, we got another peach tree. And then if we were to go on the uh, other side of um along the fence we'd find we'd find another spanish bell which those are gorgeous they either throw out um ours throw out yellow flowers they look like little cups and they're meant for pollinators such as you know Cute. bees and hummingbirds to to love and get their little beaks in and little uh legs and stuff and uh then we got some horsetail reed which is a cool little reed plant over there and then down we got a nectarine tree we got more tomato plants some spaghetti squash got uh, more cucumbers growing um and then we got a pomegranate tree we've got a blackberry bush and a blueberry bush and i guess that's the backyard we could talk about the front yard but that's a whole other that is a whole other ecosystem (laughs) that's a whole other thing and that's not really where we're at and we're all hooked up to the max and stuff yeah but it's uh it's thriving right now you know if you if you were to walk I wish I could take you, but it's raining right now. <laughs> Otherwise, the mic would get wet. Um, also, you know, again, cords. <laughs> but if you were to walk through the fire wheels, um, you know, uh, Jesse's made some little paths to walk through them. And sometimes, you know, we'll just walk and sit. And you can just stare at the flowers for hours because there's moths and bees and wasps and all these other little beetle-type bugs crawling and, like, rolling in the pollen. And they're just buzzing about. Oh. And it's just so full of life and um biodiversity i guess um which is really important guys you know if, if you are fortunate enough to have a yard consider other things than grass you know grass is actually it's really bad for um for the the planet in general um you know it doesn't absorb a ton of water um in the sense where like the root system is really sh- um shallow so you know you can have some flooding issues if you just have normal grass, consider maybe some clover or different like flowering grasses um, or some wildflowers, especially if you do live in an area where they grow. They're really great for the, for yeah. the um, you know, all the little bugs and animals and stuff. So And if you it's live in <laughs> an apartment setting, because that's where I currently live, uh, we create a little garden every season. Um, some things that are really easy to grow are tomatoes, uh, cucumber sunflowers love to grow especially here in texas um okra grew pretty well chives grow pretty well and peppers are pretty forgiving as well so those are pretty good things and then of course succulents and cacti love texas um 
I would suggest keeping them in pots because at this point in time, like the weather is not predictable and I have lost several cacti um, to the freezes that we've had and like the really crazy, like cold weather. Um, So it's good to have that so that you can like bring them inside if you see that there's a possibility of that happening. Totally. Yeah, squash are um, are also pretty, Not they're not like 100% forgiving, but they're pretty heat resistant as well. Yeah. That's a good option too. Um, well, and they don't consume a lot of space. Yeah, yeah, they grow up. Yeah. Yeah, not like out. Um, yeah. And of course, like flowers, uh, seasonal flowers. Yeah. You can have those. Um, yeah, you can bring that to you. Yeah, you can... You can bring nature to you or yeah. like the idea, you know, that we're separate. Like exactly. we, should, we should have plants near us because it, it does. It helps us connect. And, you know, even in your house, if you can find like a a light, like a light, um, not a, such a light sensitive plant, like it wants more shade, you know. Yeah, but, you can bring that naturally in. Yeah. Um, mm. Also, you know, you don't have to buy the expensive plants at the farmer's markets oh, no, no, or no, in no, like no. the gift shops Girl. go to a nursery they have them for pretty cheap or even you know some uh, stores that you know sell hardware um oh, have some yeah. cheaper options they do yeah um also yeah some hardware stores are good um also honestly if you're in somewhere that you see a plant and you're like damn that's a cool plant and you know you're not stealing anybody's stuff it's like a side of the road or something oh yeah we take a clipping you know <laughs> that's how yeah propagate them propagate Pro- <laughs> that's how we get a lot of our plants is either from you know other people's propagations friends family whatever or yeah like we've taken some of them from empty lots like when we go uh, visit family in florida and if we've road tripped we'll take like whole ass snake plants like out of the ground they're just growing on the side of the road because it's like you know it's nobody's <laughs> it's not out of someone's yard um can I, can I do the mic thing again? Yeah, let's... Because it's, like, raining a little harder. It's raining harder, so here's a little rain break, you guys. Oh, that's so nice. That was so nice. <laughs> Wanted to really give you the atmosphere right now, guys. I really love that. Hopefully, um, if it's fall right now, you're... It might be raining when you're. It wa- might be. It's kind of rainy season here in Texas. Yeah. Um. You know, we were kind of talking before this podcast, like our connection with nature and and things like that. And I was very fortunate to grow up in a household that uh, nature and uh, outdoor time specifically was uh, like nurtured a lot. Uh, my dad was an Eagle Scout and. My brother was in scouts. I was in scouts as well. So we had like mandatory campouts like pretty consistently. Um, we also owned portion of a ranch. So we had um, availability to that. Um, you know, I did not participate in hunting season, but like my dad definitely did. Um, you know, I've had a lot of interaction with, with animals out in the wild and um, caring for them and then animals that also weren't in the wild like cows and turkeys and things like that which yes isn't like a wild setting but they were brought to the property (laughs) for (laughs) hunting purposes um you know and and of course the deer um and just things like that I was very fortunate to grow up with that um I was also a barrel racer so working in the stables and connecting to animals in that way too oh yeah 
Yeah. Horse girlies at heart over here. We're both yes. are. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shoveled my fair share of horse shit. That's for sure. Yeah. I went to like summer camp every year. Yeah. You know, things like that. And I feel like those were um, huge privileges that I am passing on to my own daughter. Like we just went on to family camping trip. Um, wow. It's April. been a month already. Almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Over, I think. Yeah. Over. Um, you know, and we've gone other places that we might not have necessarily camped, but we spent most of our time in nature hiking or <laughs> on a trail or spilling coffee on ourselves. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Dumped, I, know. I was <laughs> dumped like half a cup. I know. Because we, we French press it. So like it's the, the um, kind of has a sediment sometimes, you know, because yes. it's, like, it's like it steeps really well or whatever. So I like to like swish it in there. Not like not like grinds. It's not grinds, but guys, so don't get grossed out. But I was swishing it. It got all over me. <laughs> Here we are. Yes. But um but yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, yeah. You were you were talking about camping frequently as a child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did a lot. Um yeah, we I went to summer camp every year. Uh my dad and I were also part of like this group where dads and daughters camped at least once a month. That's so cute. It was so cute. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, it was through the YMCA, actually. I don't know if they still do that, um, but it was a bunch of, like, dads and daughters, and we would do, like, the campouts. Um, so, yeah, like, I would camp in tents, camp in cabins, mostly tent camping, though. Uh, and then when we were at the ranch, we were kind of talking about this, that a lot of it was – um, at first, when we first had the property, uh, you know, you have to build your your housing, your shelter area mm -hmm. that yeah. spontaneously arrive. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the easiest route was to build like a above ground deck um, that was very like rudimentary. And so we slept like under the stars a lot and like had camp out a uh, campfire going throughout the night and you had to have a fenced in area um because i was talking that we'd be sleeping and i would just see like coyote eyes like staring at me through the <laughs> gate <laughs> like waiting like eight pairs of eyes just like a pack of them just like looking <laughs> at you um and yes that is pretty scary but i would have to say like the coyotes didn't scare me as much as the boars did oh yeah oh my god yeah 100 percent yeah. Yeah, like javelina. Yeah. Uh, or, like, or wild boar and stuff. It was wild boar. Yeah. I've seen both. We had javelinas. The javelinas, um, they're aggressive, but they're more scared of you, so they kind of run away more. Mm. But their issue is they dig a lot of holes, yeah. so our cows would break their yeah, break ankles. Their legs. Yeah. Or their legs. And then, <laughs> you know, if you don't know about ranching and things like that, if your animal, like a cow or a horse, breaks their leg, they're probably going to be put down. Yeah. Um, and then at that point you can't use their meat either yeah. cause it's like traumatized meat. Yeah. 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 It's like stressed out. It's stressed out meat. So it's, it's a really, it's a devastating loss. So you really want to like get rid of your javelinas, but we had boars. And if you didn't know this, because I know I didn't know it until I was out in nature, like they can be as big as cows. <laughs> boars can yeah. <laughs> and they're nocturnal so there were several times where we were like hunting boars in the middle of the night and like these huge fields and like things like that um and you you know i learned how to like make turkey calls <laughs> from a young age <laughs> that's so funny oh my god hunting girl that's so funny oh my god <laughs> 
Yeah, because like the turkey call like boxes, they're like wooden bucket yeah. boxes that you, yeah, yeah they're expensive. They so are. my dad, you know, was like, hey, you're pretty good at mimicking things. Can you mimic this? Like, can That's you try so that? Funny. And I was like, hell yeah. So I would like mimic and yeah, they would bring the turkeys. Love it. I love that. <laughs> She's a turkey whisperer, guys. Something I didn't know about it. Like about you. About, about you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm right the now. it now. I was the siren the for the it. turkeys, like the luring them to their death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, like, She's hot. <laughs> she wants babies. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like fertile. <laughs> me. Well, they were just like. Um, they were overpopulated for sure. All the turkeys. Oh, they do yeah. that on purpose yeah, for totally. ranches. Yeah. And some of you guys might be listening like horrified, but um, that is the reality of, of those places. <laughs> yep. Uh, at least it's not like um, there's exotic game ranches that are really popular in Texas. And, um, you know, like Texas have more tigers than anywhere else in the wild. Uh, what? Texas has more tigers? Yeah, because of wild game ranches. So, like, um, or, like, very wealthy people, they'll either, like, get them as pets, and then they'll, like, keep them, Like or, a Tiger King shit? Um, no, like, like, as, like, a, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know how they're kept, but it's not, like, yeah. a, it's not, like, a visiting area. It's, like, oh, I think it'd be cool to have a tiger, and so, like, rich people will have them, and then a lot of times, they'll have them when they're young, when they're cubs, and then when they get like to be full fucking tiger size they're like oh i didn't sign up for this and so then they get rid of them and then sometimes like they might go to a zoo they might go to these game ranches or these game ranches bring them in specifically and so because of those those things um you know texas has the most like tigers out of like so do like people hunt the tigers at those game ranches Mm -hmm. is that the deal yeah they almost they almost try and make it like you know when um assholes go to um africa Mm. and they go on these like safari type hunts and so they'll like kill rhinos and they'll kill like um giraffes and you know um lions or whatever which i had the terrible experience of going to a person like that's home one time when um i know i have not told you about this i feel like it sounds very familiar Uh, yeah like i when I was with my ex, I guess his grandfather's, which is yes, so weird, his grandfather's daughter, doc, daughter, doctor, um, invited him over to like th- uh, throw his birthday party. So we went to his grandpa's birthday party because like he does that if any of his, he was a cardiologist. So if any of his peaches, patients get to like 80 or 90 or whatever, he throws them a party, which is like, oh, that's really nice. Kind of nice. So we, we go over to his house. It is head i mean head to toe it is ceiling (laughs) sorry it is ceiling to floor um mounted animals i mean every (laughs) house of horrors over (laughs) every single room every single piece of wall every single one it had a deer on it it's there there were rhinos there were zebras there was a whole area on the floor where they had like this mock like rock display and they had a whole pride there were three lions that he had killed like all stuffed yeah and there's like literally a zebra like on the wall oh my god like fucking um oh what is it Bass Pro Shop style. Yes, it's exactly Bass what Pro the Shop. What the fuck? But most of them were just heads. But ah! and then yeah, most of them were just heads. There was a giraffe head. Like it was, it's tr- tragic. And it they is, were all that he shot. Yes, because he's a cardiologist, so he's rich, so he he spends all his money. Like his house was going like, on whatever. like these game. Like it wasn't like you could. You know, I mean, his house was nice. He had a nice house, but it it wasn't like you would think like oh like a a rich enough person to go on these like game hunting trips in africa lives here right because i to me that sounds like one percent shit 
But no, it's like your cardiologist who like goes Ew. to Africa on his spare fun time and kills animals. So it's like, you don't know what's behind people's closed doors is my fucking point. Um, That's crazy. I, yeah, there's like this reclaim coming through with like taxidermy. I don't know if you've seen that. I, I like, I like taxidermy. I do like taxidermy as well. I also, it, it have you seen dinner for schmucks? Um, Steve Carell's character, like does taxidermy rats and like puts them in like outfits and stuff and like yeah, mice and like stuff dancing. and like people do that and i think that's really freaking cute it is cute <laughs> i saw like in those little jar things <laughs> yes they're really cute i saw one when we were in atlanta where like the rat was like smoking a J, and there was like that's butt cute. all around it oh yeah i remember that photo you took yeah that was cute <laughs> it's like really funny and then yeah. like i just saw one on instagram not that long ago where it was like little mice but they were dressed up as showgirls yeah do you remember when we went to um sarah in Wimberley. Yes. Ooh, sorry. Shout out. Well, not sorry. There's a cool store. It's a plant store, but it has other shit. Yes. They don't have them anymore, but they used to have those mice and they were like dancing and yes. they were like in tuxedos and shit. I know. I love those them. That kind of like is what's. Yes. They're funny. But the, like what makes them more ethical is like, at least from what I've seen, people who have that, like those mice. Like, they found them either on, like, the side of the road or, like, they go searching for animals that have already died and, yeah. like, can be taxidermied. Yeah. No, people aren't out here, like, hopefully. Ooh, yeah. Hopefully, right? We don't uh, know. They might be, but so, yeah, some, people some people I don't think are. I feel like, yeah. I feel the like people most, I'm following aren't. <laughs> yeah. I feel like most taxidermy itself, because, like, you obviously have psychos or, I don't know, I guess we can't say psycho, but you know what I mean? Like, fucking <laughs> people who want to no, kill No, if you're a serial killer, that's one thing that, like people say yeah. like is killer serial killer shit or sociopathic shit yeah is when you start like killing animals yeah, harming for or murdering fun animals. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 if you're doing that that's another level but i feel like most taxidermy is like your dead pet or yeah. or like oh yeah like roadkill almost it's like let's see if i can sew this back together or you know it's like or oh, like hunting this, yeah this hunted animal or whatever yeah because it's like that's psychotic. <laughs> to be yeah. like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab you a bunch, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill this squirrel like oh, very slowly and torture them I, just so I can like stuff them and put a top hat on. Like that's yeah. fucking weird. I know. I would. I was. I was gonna make a. I was gonna make a reference to um to bad sisters because um the the whatever the prick if you watch that show the prick's uh dad was a taxidermist and. Um, he had like a, a cellar like um, where he did it. So anyways, whatever. Oh, so okay. That's why I said my taxidermy basement or whatever. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's from that show. We have to watch it. So good. And uh, I I we will. I, I recommend it to every single person on the planet Earth. Like Jesse's sister texted us yesterday, like bad sisters show question mark. And I was like, it's I stopped what I was doing. I was like, it's the best show. And where ever. is it on? Apple TV. Which Apple TV is not not that expensive of the streaming service wise. I think it's like I want to say like eight bucks a month or something like that. I mean, I feel like almost eighteen bucks for Netflix a month. It's like kind of ridiculous at this point. You know what I mean? Sponsor us. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, all of you. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, Everything that we name dropped in our episodes, yes. please sponsor us. Sponsor us. We're giving you free advertising right here. <laughs> Pay us for the advertising. So. Yes. <laughs> no, but um. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're not sponsored, obviously, like, this is episode nine, like, or, yeah, something like that, I don't know, um, so, you know, we're not sponsored, but uh, Apple TV would like to sponsor us, I watch you a lot. <laughs> she does. Like, there's a lot. I do not, but she does. It's, it's honestly, I, it's one of the uh, streaming services I do recommend, um, but that's besides the point, just, like, the amount of shows, um, but Bad Sisters is a great show, you should, everybody should, who, who can, can watch, should watch it. Anyways, <laughs> but back on the taxidermy thing. Yeah, the mice are funny. Um, 
but I don't know. I guess we, we're going to wrap this up. I don't I feel like we're kind of yeah going all over the place a little bit, but we're I'm enjoying this rain over here. No, I love this episode. I love um, how we have kind of gone everywhere. Uh, this is how our brains really work. Um, and we finally just like came together talked about what makes sense to us for this little space and this is what makes the most sense is just talking to each other filling in some like little fun facts and hopefully getting you guys interested in like just dipping your toes into these topics because we really hope that um in the future of this pod we can have guests on that can experience you know share their experience with these topics and you guys kind of have a baseline so you already know where we're coming from yeah. and uh, you get those intro scenes that the first season gives you so the second <laughs> season we can just um layer on top of that yeah hell yeah this is we're like a we're like shrek we have many layers <laughs> like an onion like an onion yeah this is the this is just the you know like you said the foundational stuff where we're like hey like you know we're gonna be interviewing people we're gonna be discussing other topics like this is just kind of like our outlook and our experience with yeah. these certain things this one you know we just wanted to keep it light it's not our usual um sesh but, uh, you know, it's, I think it's needed. The holidays are always really heavy for a lot of people, whether it be, you know, you don't have a great family relationship, death, whatever. Uh, yep. You just don't like the holidays. There's a lot. So we just wanted to keep it light. Um, you know, we love nature. We yep. want you to love nature. We want you to recognize, like, you're not separate from nature. Like, you are an animal. You're meant to be connected to all the things. Yep. So. Um, and we really hope we really hope you took a second to like join us on that meditation and you can always go back and visit that portion of the pod to come back to this backyard and like this space and we hope that you do um but this is time for a recharge and just so you know this is the official what up next month you are all invited to a spa day spa day q a woo Woo! Because we're ending <laughs> this year with a cutie fest. Yes. So I think it's I think it's best to close out with like a little rain moment. Yes, I love that. Yeah. All next right. yeah, next episode, get your face mask ready, get your slippers on. Having a good time. Yes. All right, let's hear this rain. As always, guys, thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating wherever you're listening to this. We are on so many platforms. Rate us on multiple if you, if you would like. Uh, this helps us get recommended to others, so help us find some goofy cuties out there. Um, and as always, give us a follow on Instagram at kikioclock.pod. Thanks. Thanks.